Hi, this is Heidi Katrina, 1310 Sponsored Athlete, and you're listening to Four Corners Podcast. Keep up to date with all my latest antics on Instagram and Twitter at Heidi Katrina with two A's. It's my absolute honour and a privilege to bring to you our guest at this time, Shady Natras. How you doing, Shady? I'm good, thanks you. I am super good on a wet Saturday afternoon. That's the time that we're recording. Wet Saturday afternoon. Um, wow, it's it's great to have you here. Um, you, you you've been in the professional wrestling industry for two decades. Yeah, and please excuse my ignorance, but I have never seen you wrestle. It's it's been a while since I've I've been uh, down south. Uh, I've uh, occasionally uh, ventured out along the years, but um, yeah, I, I normally uh, work in the north of England and in Scotland. But yeah, okay. if, if 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 any shows are available, then I'm always uh, willing to travel. You're going to fill that diary, aren't you? That's what you're going to do. Hopefully, <laughs> it sounds when great. It and, when it gets up and running again, I'll be quite happy yeah. to fill it. It sounds it sounds great, and and obviously we've had a brief chat. I know a little bit about you. Um, sounds like you've been on a hell of a journey, which we're going to just dive into in the next couple of minutes. But I want to know um, why why professional wrestling? I mean, you must have made that decision twenty years ago, but why professional wrestling? Well, I've got three brothers, so we grew up uh, watching UWWF, and obviously, yeah. Uh, when we had the opportunity to start training, our our mother encouraged us to to take it up properly rather than keep wrecking the house. So we, <laughs> uh, as soon as we found a a, a a school that was approachable for us, then we uh, we headed right away as soon as we could. Were you the type of brothers to have ladder matches on mattresses in the back garden? Yeah, well, we didn't even put the mattresses down; we just had them in the back garden. No, that's, that's that's hardcore. ECW would be would be absolutely <laughs> delighted to hear that. Um, it sounds awesome that you had three brothers around you, of all the same interest. Um, how many out of the three of you, including yourself, made it? Well, all all four of us have wrestled, and um, my niece has also been a valet. So wow! We, uh, so you're all involved. Def- definitely a family. Um, business for us uh, we like we eventually ran shows as TTP and then that um, that evolved into Target and uh, when when we were running TTP shows they would essentially be um, myself my older brother John and uh, my mother who would it be us three would be the ring crew wow so, it, was, it was set so it was, up start up perform shut down all as a family pretty wow. much yeah <laughs> amazing amazing so that's a hell of a, a hell of a journey i mean what what really enticed you i mean you mentioned wwf 
was there a certain individual or or, or superstars wrestlers that enticed you and you, you and you watched on TV and you, you just went you know what I want to be that person was there anyone in particular well like growing up I, I was always I, I liked your your Mr Perfects and your your rockers your own hearts your 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 wrestlers and your your faster paced wrestlers um I, I wasn't really attracted to the the Hulk Hogan's and the and the Ultimate Warriors. It didn't didn't do anything for me. I liked the actual wrestling side. So it just, as I say, evolved into yeah, we should be doing this. So you obviously we've got the superheroes, the Hogan's and the Warriors, um, but then we've got the technical gifted individuals that you've mentioned, and it's such a it's really refreshing to hear that, actually, because I have a lot of people that we've spoke to who idolise the Hogans and the Warriors, which I'm sure we all do. But actually, when you get down to the nitty gritty and you've got your technical side of it, you're doing your homework while you're watching it on TV going, well, do you know what? This is tremendous stuff. If I could do that in the ring for 20, 25 minutes, I've done all right. Yeah, I, I and... I, like it was only maybe last year that I, I actually questioned my mum my about it and and asked like why why weren't we into the same as everybody else why didn't we want to be your Hulk Hogan and uh, and people like that it was it was always just the the wrestlers that attracted us we never we never questioned is it fake or whatever it's it was just the entertainment we we were entertained by the wrestling do you still watch, and I'm sure you do, but do you still watch professional wrestling to this day? Um, WWE, AEW, yes. New Japan's. <laughs> yes, great, I that's do. great news. And, and the reason I ask that is because do you still find yourself attracted to those wrestlers that that perform yes. like the ones you've mentioned before? Or do you look at the ones like your Austins, your Rocks, your Undertakers? Well, I, I I tend to watch a wide variety now, um, as much as a learning tool as as anything, because I think sometimes we get fixated on a certain wrestler or a certain style. That if we if we were to work a match with somebody that was different to that, it can become a struggle. Whereas okay. I'd rather. I'd rather adapt to the situation and try to make it as good a match as I could rather than, hey, look what I do. Mm, okay. I respect that. And I, I get it. I really get that. Um, who are you watching at the moment? Who have you got your eye on at the moment that you might be taking a few notes on? The the, the likes of, of your, your Alex Zanes and your... Um, who else? Shingo in New Japan's been outstanding. Um, Man, what, a, what a couple of years he's had. <laughs> uh, he's, he's he's just outstanding, and he's just got better and better. But anybody, anybody from um, Johnny Gargano on NXT or um, on on AEW was just been outstanding recently. But uh, yeah. Sorry, Eddie Kingston must be an absolute. Um, phew, the word I'm looking for the word now, but Eddie Kingston must be a prime example of what anyone can go on to do. He's yeah. just main evented AEW full gear, and he's been with the company what three months, four months of that push. He's 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 been the the one to watch on the TV show every week. He sold and 
AEW yeah. full gear to a lot of people, not for the match against Moxley, but for the programming leading up to. Yeah, uh, absolutely he, agree. He was um, he's been fantastic. Have you um, have you met Eddie Kingston on the independent? Yeah, team? he worked he worked a Target show um, a couple of years back. Which, Any uh, advice? No, he was he was he was just very laid back. He, yeah. He was yeah he was just happy to go in and do his stuff and then uh, get himself a bit chilled out, which isn't a problem. I mean, you mentioned Johnny Gargano as well. I mean, Mister Five Star in NXT for takeovers. He's yeah. one of my favourite matches in NXT. One of my favourite matches ever. Uh, Johnny Gargano against Andrade from Philadelphia. I mean, Andrade. If you know me, Andrade's my favourite professional wrestler um, for varying reasons, but that match. I go back and watch it a hell of a lot. I mean, Gargano, he's just fantastic, isn't he? I mean, if you could have the skill set and the ability to put on such a show like Gargano, but back it up with the mouth of Kingston, you've done. You know, yeah. you're top. You're top. You're a top dollar wrestler, aren't you? So, um, yeah. You mentioned Shingo. Yeah. Um, what stood out for you uh, for Shingo? Because I'm going to be honest with you, I didn't know an awful lot about Shingo until he debuted in, in Lij. Uh, with New Japan about two years ago, I think it was now, when they brought him back um, during Hiromu's injury, uh, the start of Hiromu's terrible injury. Shingo's just had match after match from the last year's Best of Super Juniors, that final against Osprey, matches against Ishii in the G1 this year. The list goes on. What's been your standout for Shingo? Well, I've I've watched him since Dragon Gate, and okay. uh, when. Was when it was uh, Shingo against Yokosuka over here. That was that's the best match I've seen live, and wow. it was. I uh, you, you couldn't take your eyes off it. It was it was an amazing watch, and then the evolution of him. He's just the, it's the little things he does now. That's just yeah, he's so good. He's he is fantastic to watch. And did you watch his match last week against Suzuki? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, they're just. I mean, hard-hitting fun as it gets, isn't it? You know, and Suzuki's smile at the end of the match tells me <laughs> that's not over. Let's have that again at Wrestle Kingdom. I'm fine with that. The way the way that he had the match with Osprey to then work in Suzuki to to work in a Jeff Cobb, mm. it's he he just fits in. He isn't one style, shall we say? He he fits in everywhere and Absolutely. so. I think Osprey's added that to his to his resume as well. Obviously, early days, best of Super Juniors. You know, he 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 was wrestling that style, but as we've seen now, he slowed the pace down. He's bulked up, and he's slowly transitioning into something very very special as well, isn't he? But like you said, Shingo is is just sublime to watch. I mean, I've said to my partner, Shingo is my favourite wrestler on the planet at times, just because his matches are so easy to watch. Um, especially when professional wrestling can be so long, when someone can absorb yeah. you from a three-hour show and you've got that 20, 25-minute burst of someone, you just, you, you're absorbed by it and it's brilliant. Um, that's, that's that's awesome. It's awesome. I want to just roll the clock back if I can, um, Shady. Um, can you tell me about your independent uh, professional wrestling scene debut? Can you tell me about championships, any companies that you work for and any footage that, myself that I can go back and watch and anyone that's listening to the podcast can go and do the same. Okay, well originally um 
we had a, we had a rough training um, experience. We we paid an excessive amount of uh, membership joining fee, and then we were paying twenty pound a week for an hour and a half in a boxing ring, and then it just eventually died, and uh, we stopped. It stopped being on, so we stopped training there, and then moved on to GBH in Stoke, which is where Dean Allmark and Mikey Whiplash and a lot of other names originally started. Um, and then that's where we had our debut match, which was myself and my two older brothers against Mikey Whiplash and Tim Wiley. And it was it was a bit awful, to be honest. It was it was long. It was there was no proper plan to it, but you didn't get taught things like match structure back then. You just kind of got thrown in at the deep end. But yeah, it's uh, it's it's come a long way since them days. When you're thrown in at the deep end, it's such an early part of your learning process, I suppose. How? What do you do? Who do you look for for advice? Or is it a case of like there's there's two of us, there's three of us, there's four of us in the ring? What do we need to do? How how, yeah, we, how hard is that to overcome? Well, we we were lucky that we we always had each other to even just bounce ideas off or. Um, like make suggestions too, um, so that when we we did work with matches, um, we 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 like to think we're quite easy to work with anyway. So it's as long as we get the match where it needs to go, we're quite we're quite happy to adapt where we need to. Whereas a, a lot of people, as as I said earlier, kind of look after themselves, and our our thought was always. Let's have a good match because it's going to be as much a match that will stand out as much as an individual. So if we can all work together, it makes everybody look good. Mm. What's, the, um, what's the best bit of advice? If you can share this, what's the best bit of advice that you were given and from who? Um, Is that the million dollar question? Yeah. Um, <laughs> The probably the main time where I've I've asked for feedback after a match was when I I got to work with Al Snow, and oh, in my in my uh, in the mid nineties Al Snow was my favorite wrestler, so when I got the opportunity to work him to say I was nervous was an understatement. I bet. Yeah. Uh, and I worked the match with him, and we I went backstage and asked him if he had any any opinions and he said no it was good um and then I worked a show with him the next day and I basically cornered him and said can you please tell me something I've done wrong and and he pointed out uh I had when he was making his comeback I had uh basically died too much and wasn't coming back enough and that was as I say he had to like think of something he could give me so um, I've been lucky enough to to at least be passable, even on my worst days. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what a talent. I mean, I for me growing up, I only found WWF in 1999 uh, and fell in love with Al Snow straight away, even in those days. I have yeah. not had enough time, if I'm honest, throughout the years to go back and look at the Al Snow catalogue. 
But now you've mentioned that, I mean, he seems like such a nice guy. I'll, I'll make sure that I go back over and, and check some of his stuff out, knowing that you've wrestled him. And he gave you a bit of advice that I think he probably felt he had to give you. And it didn't sound like any negativity, which is probably the biggest positive that you could take out of it. You Absolutely. know, um, what an honour that was. I'm, I'm always, I, I'm always willing to receive feedback because I always want to be the best professional wrestler I can be. And if uh, I've recently offered uh, trainees and wrestlers on Twitter for match critique, uh, they send me match footage and I'll give it a look and see where I can help them with. If they take my advice, then great. If they don't, it's, it's not an issue. But sometimes a different pair of eyes can see something maybe your trainer doesn't or mm. Your, the the regular workers you work with don't notice, so I'm I'm kind of hoping more people can take me up on that. Well, let's hope that people are listening. Uh, I'll certainly put your name forward to anyone as well there after this podcast. If I can do anything to help what you're doing to help other people, then I know I'm trying to do something right as well. Um, where can we find some match footage of yours? Well. Um, just this week, I've started putting out a YouTube video called Pro Wrestling in Real Life. And essentially, what my idea behind it is, we can't run wrestling shows at the moment. So we have no new match footage. So I, I needed a, a fresher way to show off my match footage. So... The one that I released on Wednesday was uh, myself against Ricochet. And wow. I've got um, quite a few years of match footage that I have available. So uh, in the coming weeks, there'll be matches from at least 15 years ago on there. Um, I've, I've got footage of myself against um, El Generico, Jay Lethal, Paul London. Um, Pete Williams, Shane Strickland. So did he hit you with a Canadian destroyer? Yes, he did. <laughs> Can that you was... do me a favour? Yeah. Can you please send me the link to your YouTube? I will. And once we release okay. this episode, and people that are listening now, they'll see the link already. We'll attach the link to the episode, and every time that I um, share it out, okay? Great. Brilliant. That sounds like a hell of a resume. One hell of a resume. Like. My mouth's watering at watching some of this footage. Absolutely. Um, it sounds like you've had an amazing time and probably very, very easy for people to forget that you've been in the industry for 20 years. Um, are you looking to step back in the ring in 2021 as soon as oh, you can? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm chomping at the bit to get back to it. It's, it's been a rough time uh, not being able to, to do what I love, but I've I've had to try and evolve with the times, and I've I've been studying footage, uh, anything that I can can add to to my character, to my work in general. I just want to to try and improve myself. So I've I've got notebooks full of ideas and and thoughts just to try and uh, keep my my wrestling brain active. Yeah, sure. Well, it sounds like it's going to be an exciting 2021. 
Um, I've got a bit of a kayfabe question for you, and I'm hoping I and I word this right for you. So kayfabe question at the ready. You were unprepared for this one. Um, do you still hate wrestling fans? Yes, I do. Yes, <laughs> I do. I love it. I love it. Absolutely love it. I had to get that one out there. That's on the notes, and I thought, right, that's coming out definitely uh, mid mid podcast. So thanks, thank you. Um, I'm sure fans hate you too. Shady. Um, <laughs> I would probably find it hard to believe that after listening to this podcast. That's a hundred percent certain. You've been an absolute gem. Um, what's been your? Let's start with the start with the low points, if you don't mind me asking. What's been the low point of your career in the industry so far? Um, uh, for me, the low points would probably be. Um, I've had a, a couple of shoulder injuries luckily nothing major but it's enough to still cause me issues um and there's been there's been times where uh i i have thought it is it time to pack up um but i i, I love wrestling too much that i, I couldn't step back um it, it's it's been frustrating wrestling for so long and as you say still not being known by a, a, a large number of people, large number of fans. So hopefully, if I keep doing what I do and showing everybody uh, my work, I can uh, correct that. Absolutely, and I'm sure, and I'm sure it will. Um, like I've just said a couple of minutes ago, just speaking to you, I, I yeah, I mean, I, I would do my absolute best to come and support you. Um, in 2021, 100%. Um, high point then, this should be the easy one. Well, uh, luckily I've had a, a few moments, whether it's wrestling with uh, Al Snow to challenging Jay Lethal for the Ring of Honor World Championship to uh, I wrestled uh, Roderick Strong when he was PWG champion. Um, wow. But... Um, I'm like I've managed to work with Paul London several times and he's the absolute best and I can't say enough positives about him and to be honest I think I'm still wrestling because of Paul that's brilliant I I remember Paul London from his run in WWE with Brian Kendrick that's really where I remember Paul London from um What's been your favourite Paul London match moment that maybe I could go and check out? Anyone that's listening can go and check out. His, his Ring of Honor stuff, his early Ring of Honor stuff was always there, uh, was what caught my eye. And and I can still remember getting the VHS tape where I had the first time I seen him wrestle, which, as I say, it's a bit crazy, the fact that, you know I mean? he Just the other week, he was, he was talking to my daughter on the phone. Wow. <laughs> it's... It's yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit crazy how I just see myself as just a regular guy from Carlisle. So from to become part of some of like the wrestling community is just unreal for me. It, to me, while I'm speaking to you, it sounds like you've got a massive beaming smile on your face um, just by talking about it, and that is. It's, it's people like you that make this industry so special and so warming to be around. Um, hear a lot of positive stories. We hear negative stories. Unfortunately, this year um, has been one of those years for that. But to me, honestly, 
Shady, it sounds like you're just absolutely beaming with joy. You just want to give. You want to give more than you want to give yeah. more well, advice I, I, than, than what you I, want to do yourself, don't you? By the sounds of it, I've, I've, like I'm part of Project Wrestling Unity, which was set up to help the wrestling community, um, whether it's um, sharing promotional posters, whether it's sharing podcasts, merchandise, uh, wrestlers highlight video. And I always thought it was, it could be difficult for people to spread the word. And I just want to kind of help everybody because if, if all wrestling gets better, then we all get better. So if the, the better wrestling is, the better it is for everybody. So hopefully... I can help where I can. And mate, just wonderful. It is wonderful speaking to you. And I hope people are listening. And I hope people jump straight onto you across the social media, which we'll get to in a minute, and just speak to you and ask for your advice. Because anyone that's listening out there, guys, gals, come and speak to Shady. This guy is as genuine as they come and he wants to help you. Um, and I know he will just by speaking to you for the last half an hour. You're, you're, you're a gem of a human being. Thank you. And, and I need to thank you for taking the time out of your Saturday evening, which is at the time of recording, for coming on here and actually sharing your stories. Um, so thank you, Shady. I appreciate that. Um, before we, we, we wrap this conversation up, and I'm sure we're going to return to speak again in 2021. I'd love to, and I hope you would. Um, where can we, I mean, sorry, what, companies if you can please feel free to name them what what companies have you worked for in the last couple of years that people that might be new to the industry learning listening watching whatever they may be where have you wrestled and, and where have you had your best time well my my regulars are a target wrestling in based in carlisle and also a discovery wrestling in edinburgh they're they're the two places i'd call home but i've i've appeared at pcw and um, I was uh, originally uh, scheduled to make my debut for NCW over in the Northeast. Um, and that was obviously, uh, COVID put a stop to that, unfortunately. But mm. yeah, they're, they're, they're my two home promotions and I'm always willing to, to work elsewhere. Brilliant. Earlier you mentioned Ring of Honor and um, PWG, Pro Wrestling Guerrilla. How often did you wrestle for those companies, if you did? Obviously, I know you mentioned facing Roderick Strong when he was the champion. Was that wrestling for that company or was that well, while Roderick Strong was, was at, touring? It was, it was at Target Wrestling for both of them. Wow, um, okay. It was myself and Jay Lethal in a title versus title match, which uh, wow. was was a big moment for myself. You can imagine. We need that footage. You'll definitely get me the links, won't you? And um, we'll, yeah, we'll make sure we share them. Oh, awesome. I am um, sat here with a massive smile on my face. I've I've really enjoyed our conversation. I feel like I've known you for longer than half an hour already. Um, and I hope there's people listening that do jump on to you to come and speak to you and get some advice. Check out your matches. Um, so, Shady, before we wrap this up, um, where can people approach you where can they speak to you twitter instagram what's the handles that we can get hold of you twitter at shady natris uh, instagram at shady natris or facebook.com forward slash shady natris all uh, easy to remember 
That's awesome. Thank you, guys. Well, I hope anyone that's listening has just taken notes of that. If you haven't, just rewind by 30 seconds this episode and, and recatch that again. Um, Shady, once again, I would like to thank you for taking the time. It's It's been a, a privilege for me to speak to you. So thank you so, so much. Um, it's Saturday night. You've probably got dinner lined up very, very <laughs> soon uh, for your family and yourself. So I'm not going to keep you any more, but I would certainly as we're here recording now, like to speak to you again in 2021 and hopefully 1310 Apparel in the near future can support you as you continue your 20-year journey. Yep. It's going to be awesome. Shady, from me, from everyone that's listening, thank you so, so much. Is there anything you'd like to add before we uh, wrap up this episode? No, just uh, keep supporting the, the YouTube show and uh, hopefully you, you enjoy what you see. So thank you. No, thank you so, so much. Thanks for joining the show and thanks for listening, everyone. Well, I hope you all agree. What an absolutely amazing episode that was with Shady Netras. Wow, what a journey. And um, I'm looking forward to diving in to learning a little bit more about Shady in the very, very near future. Don't forget, guys, go and check out those links. We we will be sharing them um, via YouTube. Check out the YouTube channel. Again, follow the link. Some awesome content for you to just divulge in. Speak to the guy. Learn from him. Any advice that he will give, he is here to help anyone that is an aspiring professional wrestler, anyone that wants to get into the business, anyone that already is in the business that wants to continue to learn, to improve, get in touch with Shady. His door, his ears, his phone, his DMs, they're all open. So give him a shout, guys. A um, couple of things that I, I want to touch on before we close the episode off. Survivor Series is around the corner for WWE. Uh, this coming Sunday, don't get me wrong, the card is absolutely stacked. I'm fully aware the pay-per-view is rushed. I think we expect that with Survivor Series, Raw versus SmackDown. There was question at the beginning whether NXT would be involved. That is not to be the case. Um, I'm led to believe that obviously with the amount of bodies in one arena, um, the issues NXT has had with a few COVID cases, the risk was too high to include the gold brand on this year's Survivor Series. Great shame, but we've got to go, you know, we've got to learn to live with it at the moment. COVID is not going anywhere. Uh, in a hurry. It certainly doesn't expire on the uh, 31st of December 2020. So it's going to be here. It's going to stick around. So guys, please continue to keep a safe social distance, wear a mask, do the necessary guys. Um, please try and appreciate what WWE, AEW, Impact and anyone else that you're watching is constantly trying to do. They're trying to give you the entertainment. So look, I see a lot of hate across the social media for projects. Um, for, for, for products and what everyone is trying to achieve. But please stick with WWE, AEW Impact. The list goes on. Stick with them. They're doing the right thing for us, the viewers, to help keep us sane. Like I said, Survivor Series might not be the best build that we've ever had. We've only had, I believe, one or two crossovers, the most recent being Drew McIntyre on Raw. Uh, Drew McIntyre going from Raw to SmackDown to face off with uh, the Tribal Chief, Roman Reigns. Um, I really enjoyed that showdown. I thought it was really, really good. Um, it makes me now want Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns on Sunday's pay-per-view even more. 
I'll be really looking forward to waking up on Tuesday morning to read and watch the results of Monday Night Raw. Rooting for Drew McIntyre. I'm a huge Randy Orton fan, but I'm rooting for Drew McIntyre. I want to see those two powerhouses go at it in the Survivor Series main event, champion versus champion. Um, Tag team titles might change hands on Raw before we get to Survivor Series. I was looking forward to seeing the New Day versus the Street Profits. I've just got this feeling that they're going to go with the Hurt Business now. I just have this small inkling that Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander are going to take the Raw tag titles from the New Day tonight on Raw. When you're listening to this, you'll probably know the result. So whatever happens at Survivor Series, I think we're going to really look forward to a couple of very, very good interpromotional matches. Uh, the women's five on five doesn't enthrall me at the moment, but there's a stage there for one individual to be the sole survivor. And for me, that's currently Bianca Belair. The woman is an absolute stud. She's so strong. She's so athletic. She's got it all. She can talk. And I really hope this is the start of something very, very special for Bianca Belair. The men's team... There's a space, there's a couple of spaces left open as of recording this for SmackDown and my sole survivor, who I'm predicting, is still not in the match. That's Big E. I think Big E is on the way to a sole survivor win, potential Royal Rumble win in January. So keep your eyes and ears peeled for Big E to be added to the SmackDown team. And I think Team Raw might fall apart come the pay-per-view. There's some big personalities in there, some big guys in there. They're not all going to get along. Really, Survivor Series for me is usually the beginning of the build for WrestleMania. I watched Survivor Series 2015 back just this weekend and I kind of forgot about the, um, the WWE Championship Tournament. It was Roman versus Del Rio and it was Ambrose versus Owens. And the, min the winners of those matches met in the final. Of course, it was Reigns versus Ambrose. Reigns won the title, was invited into the authority by Triple H. Reigns declined, speared Triple H. Sheamus came out, cashed in his money in the bank. Therefore, started the feud between Triple H and Roman Reigns, which, of course, headlined WrestleMania the following year. A lot of people didn't like that. I did. Go back and watch WrestleMania 32. I thought it was one of the better um, pay-per-views since um, WrestleMania 30. Um, that really sums it up for Survivor Series for me. I am looking forward to it. It's one of the big four. I've enjoyed everything that WWE have thrown our way this year. Uh, I'm not going to hate on it, uh, especially before it's aired. I'm going to sit up early hours, Sunday night, Popcorn crisps, chocolate, energy drinks, coffees, and I'm going to enjoy the pay-per-view. And um, I hope you guys do too. If many of you are Star Wars fans like me, not saying we have to be geeks to enjoy Star Wars, but you would have known by now that Sasha Banks, the SmackDown Women's Champion, had a role to play in Star Wars, The Mandalorian which is airing on Disney Plus right now. And hopefully you would have seen by now that in season two, chapter three, the higher S, Sasha Banks makes her appearance. And I'm not going to give anyone any spoilers just in case you're playing catch up or if you haven't watched it yet. But it's a major role. It's a really, really fun role. She does fantastic. 
great episode. I urge you, if you're not paying $5.99 for Disney Plus right now, if you haven't watched The Mandalorian, go back, find it, watch it, because Sasha Banks... I can't even say anything. I can't even give it away. I don't want to give it away. Sasha Banks has a great role, and it's a great episode, one of the highest-rated episodes on IMDb for The Mandalorian to date. Go feast your eyes on it, guys. For now, from me, from the Four Corners podcast, again, we've got so much coming up for you. We've got so many guests. But for this episode, Two Decades with Shady Natras, Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to leave those five-star reviews. Subscribe, download, do what you need to do. Find us on Apple Podcasts, find us on Spotify, Podbean, anchor.fm forward slash four corners. Also, please send in those voice messages. Interaction is key for me. I just want to hear your voices. I want to hear your opinions on shows. I want those Survivor Series dream teams before the end of the week. Give me some voice messages. We'll interact. Hell, we might even get some of you on the show because... uh, my floor is your floor. My stage is your stage. I want to get as many people on here talking about their interests, what they're involved in, what they're doing, where we can find you, where we can follow you. Just get your voice heard. Get your personality out there. Just make more friends because it's so much fun. Lastly, don't forget to go and visit 1310apparel.bigcartel.com for all your pro wrestling inspired merch designed by me. Yes, only me. We've got our Japan range. We've got our Four Corners range. Hoodies, jog bottoms, shorts, tees. We've got gym duffel bags now released. They are available for pre-order. They're going to be early December that they're with us to ship to you. It's exciting times, guys. And we're going to have so much more to be announced for 1310 Apparel in the very, very near future. So keep your eyes and ears peeled on the Twitter, on the Instagram. That's Twitter at 1310app and Instagram 1310apparel. Go do it now, guys. Thank you so, so much for listening. Peace out.